going on everybody out there let's go and on everybody in the facebook thank you so much for coming on checking us out for our 97th episode of late night cypher with tank and smitty uh it's just been a pleasure coming on every week and being able to share with you guys and share with one of my best friends and now we have a newcomer on the group stacy and uh being able to share with her as well and, and her we're all just fucking sharing with each other i love it and uh yeah, thank you guys so much for checking in, and thank you guys so much on the Anchor app. Um, if you guys um, are not familiar, we also have an audio version of this podcast. We had a, a little problem, I guess, uh, trying to get it going, <clears throat> but now we're up and running again, and we're going to have the same exact stuff that we talk about every Thursday night is going to be on that podcast first thing Friday morning when you wake up. So if you have a iTunes, if you have a Spotify account, if you have an Anchor account, just go on there and uh, type in Late Night Cypher with Tank and Smitty, and we should pull up. Uh, that's iTunes, Spotify. Uh, we're in a couple other places. We'll have to throw all the links up there. But, yeah, if you're not able to stay up or you're not available to see us on Thursday, you can always listen to us on your way to work on Friday morning and kind of, or on the way home and kind of end or start your day on a cool, chill vibe with some cool topics with cool people. Uh, with that being said, uh, Tom, how was your week uh, and how you doing? Oh, it's a good week so far. I'm doing pretty good. It's starting to get hot out here where I live, and uh, I do the podcast in the garage. So, uh, <laughs> we don't, you know, we don't have all this money with these podcast studios. I'm in the garage with a black drape hanging behind me, and it's probably 100 degrees out and not really. <laughs> But it will be soon. It's going to get to be that. So maybe I have to start doing this thing inside. But uh, right. other than that, man, things are good. Traffic hasn't been too bad lately. That's good because school's out and everything. So that's uh, that takes the burden off me a little bit. Uh, but sh everything's great, man. Brewing, brewing beer, painting, doing the podcast, spending time with my family. Then that's that's all you could really ask for, you know? Absolutely, man. And Stacy, what about you? How's your week going? I saw you were working hard, training, and doing some different things, catching crabgrass and all that on your oh body. Oh my God! Catching that crabgrass. You're horrible. <laughs> you Explain, explain how your week was. My week is good. I'm actually sitting like Tom is in my garage, super hot. My child is screaming. I'm super sore, but I'm thankful. I'm alive. I'm healthy. You know, like he said, it's getting super hot here in Florida. It was like in the high 90s today. My car has no AC because I'm saving up Damn. 400 bucks to fix it again. So imagine me in the car with my kids. We're super drenched in like five minutes because it's like a preheated oven at like 350 degrees. We're just literally dying. So I'm having a nice cold beer. Can't wait to get into the topics today. I'm excited to be here with you guys. So everything's been great. So thank you. Yeah, and I've been there. I've been there in that car without AC when I came oh. to tough times. I always used to have, like, the brand-new cars and shit. And then when yeah. tough times came through, I had to have that second-rate beater. And almost the <laughs> first thing that always goes out is because it's constantly on. So it's a part yes. that's constantly running is the AC in Florida. And uh, yeah, a lot of my cars didn't have AC, and it's just, like, such a pain in the ass. So 
Uh, I absolutely, absolutely get into that uh, for sure. I know what that's about. But let's get into the first topic. Let's talk about the sexting and celebrities thing because you had you had sent me something like, yeah, what do you think about this? Um, because we like to talk about a bunch of different things from, you know, pop culture to history, technology, sports, uh, everything, you know, is a topic in the cipher on um, the continuous circle of information. Uh, so, Stacey, uh, and how what, explain to the people what the issue was, um, who was involved and like what's your take on it? So basically, you know, um, it's with this um, actress, artist, girl, young lady. I, I think she's super young. I'm not sure how young she is, but her name is Bella Thorne. And I guess her photos got hacked and they were threatening her to leak them everywhere. So she chose the route to basically say, well, how about I just expose myself and put them out there anyway so I could just win in this? So I guess the word got around to The View. I don't know if you guys are familiar with The View. It's where these women get together and they talk about kind of like what we do about everything. Right. So basically, Whoopi, you guys know Whoopi, she was putting her input on it on how she should have known better to, she should have known better than to do that. Because when you're that famous, your shit is basically going to get hacked either way. And it's right. going to be it's going to be put out there. So basically, if you can't handle the heat, why would you put yourself in that position? Why would you take these photos if you know that you guys get constantly hacked all the time? Like, look what happened to all these celebrities that get hacked. Right. And all their shit gets put out there. So she posted a video after she saw what Whoopi said about her. And let me tell you, Whoopi did not say anything bad. She was just like, listen, you should have known that this came with the territory. So she basically posted a video crying that she felt horrible. She felt like she was worthless. But meanwhile, and I get it, it's like an invasion of privacy. But when you are that famous, you have to know that this shit happens. Like, she right. knows that this happened before. And especially with all the prerogative shit she does, like, she's sexy. Like, she knows she's sexy. She takes half-naked pictures all the time. I guess because her vagina and her kids were out I guess it made it worse for her so she right. was crying and she was devastated which I feel like she shouldn't have taken it to that level like I get it but I feel like she could have handled it better like she could have been like look my shit's out there deal with it and move on yeah no absolutely like I I agree like kind of both parts like because I like it's one of those things where you know people get criticized all the time, especially females for taking photos like that. Cause you know, nobody wants to see Dick, you know what I mean? So it's kind of <laughs> like, like there's pictures of celebrities, dicks all over the place, but nobody fucking cares. Cause it's just another fucking dick. Wait, you know? I didn't see no celebrity dicks. I want there are, one. there's, there's celebrity, <laughs> there's celebrity dicks all what on the internet. What are you searching for? Yeah, no. I just know these things. Okay. Uh, there's hey, celebrity dicks. Hey, you're famous. You're famous. Huh? Where's yours? <laughs> I ain't famous. When I'm famous, I'll put my dick on the internet. Absolutely. When I'm making tons of money. But uh, listen to me. Like, no one cares, you know, but everyone cares to see Jennifer Lawrence naked, you know. And so these things get leaked. And it, it sucks if you're more of like a reserve type of person and you're like sharing them and they get leaked. And then you have people that are more open about it and really just don't care all that much. But it winds up getting used in different things. And, and, and in some circles, and especially like people that are celebrities, 
especially actresses and like some some musicians it could be like a very snooty profession and people could look down on you it could stop you from getting like other type of jobs in the future where you might want to tailor into some other type of field in acting or some type of role and you can't get it because people assume you to be the naked chick party girl whatever it is and she was taking control of her situation and she was like you know what some douchebag out there has photos of me. He's going to get paid by TMZ or some other third-party site. And I'm just going to be like, you know what? Fuck that. He's not going to get paid. I'm going to just put it out there because it's going to get released anyways. And I'm just going to own it. And that's yes, great. that's what he did. But then why be all emotion, emotional about it? Like, I'm telling you, Whoopi didn't even say nothing back. She's just like, listen, you knew what you were getting into. She said, you shouldn't have done it, but you did it, so you should have expected it. She was, like, hysterical. Right. And the thing is, think about it. I don't know if you guys seen this, but every Disney girl and a Disney channel, when they get a little bit older, they all have to do some sort of nude scene. Like, it's, like, expected for us to be naked later on in film, showing our titties, doing a sex scene. It's, like, it's mandatory now, so... If you're taking a picture naked on the cover of the magazine, then who cares if a picture is leaked? Like, is it because it's like you're seeing that girl, you know, the girl down there? Or <laughs> I, No, well, you know, and here's the thing, too, is like, yeah, you got to own it. I get that 100%. Like, you have to own it. But at the same time, I think that she thought that she would get a better response from people, mm. especially people being like, you know what, someone's – Going, Because what that is is someone going into technically your phone and taking your pictures out or someone going behind your back that you might have loved or had yeah. uh, relations with and, and kind of selling off a piece yeah. of you. So I get that. I think she just wanted a different response because I think she already knows that like, you shouldn't be taking naked photos. I think we all know that, um, that we shouldn't be doing those things. But I think she thought that she was going to get a better reception from like the woman community that she kind of owned it and was like, you know what? Fuck these guys. And I'm, I'm I know it's going to be released. So I'm going to own it. I mean, what's your opinion on it, Tom? So we, we actually know somebody that this happened to a long time right. ago. A Angie, mm -hmm. this girl, we, we knew we went to high school with her. Um, she was friends with a lot of the people. We were, she's still dating uh, one of my old friends, Pat, or they're together. I don't know what the fuck they're <laughs> doing. Everybody's name on the street. I don't. Whatever. They're not listening. Who cares? Hey, listen. Who cares? So, he lives so, at one two three Market Avenue. Phone number right. seventeen. And if you if you listen to next week's podcast, I'll give you both their addresses and I'll send you the photos. No. Uh -huh. no. So she had. Um, I don't remember what it. It wasn't. Um, it wasn't Flickr, but there was another like photo site that I think it was done by Yahoo. I don't remember what it was called. But, you know, people uploaded all their pictures, and she had some, you know, nude photos on there, whatever. Well, she got hired, I believe, as a, a cheerleader for a football team, and they found these photos, and then she got fired, right? right. And there's all kinds of other stuff like that. Like, if you're taking nude photos of yourself, don't go into politics, right? You oh, can't do that. Shit. You're done. You're yeah. done. You're already done before you started. So... Now, as far as, yeah, you know, Trump's wife. when you're a celebrity, you have to really be careful and you got to be smart about that right. kind of stuff, you know, because you know, the spotlight's on you and people yeah. know you have money and that makes you, you know, more susceptible to blackmail, right? If they know you have money, yeah. if I know, if, if they know you have money and then they have something 
that they know you don't want to get out there, they're cashing in, okay? Now, I think what she did was pretty smart because she kind of diffused the situation and took the power away from the yes, person blackmailing her, yep, right? So said. that was, you know, that was, it was going to probably get out there anyway. But I'll tell right. you this, I, I can't tell you how many emails I get on my company server, right? This spam mail. Hey, you know, we've got your, we've got your photos. We've seen you pleasuring yourself. Uh, we, we hacked into your camera. And, and if you don't send me, you know, a thousand dollars, uh, of Bitcoin to this, uh, address, <laughs> then we're going to play the video you're watching and your face next to it and send it to all your friends and families and coworkers. Right. I get right. that stuff all the time. You know what I do? Delete. Cause it's all bullshit. Right. Right. Um, but you know, maybe there, maybe there's some validity to her, her blackmailing, uh, person or whoever did that to her. And she just wanted to diffuse the situation. Right. Yes. So I, I think, I think that was smart. Right. And I think, I think you're right that she was gonna, she was looking for like those virtue points, like, right. Oh yeah. She did a great job. You know, power to women or what, whatever she was. Yeah, looking that's for. what they always want to hear. Yeah, she didn't get. They never get, want the ugly ever. Right. She didn't get the response she wanted. Maybe she did get that response from some people, but guess what? The loudest response and the the biggest response, what everyone remembers, is what Whoopi Goldberg said. And right. I think what she's saying is true. I mean, if you should have known that this would get out there. Right. Um, and, and I mean, that's kind of stating the obvious. Yeah, that's really yeah, what it know, is. I mean, so why repeat it? Upset. Yeah, I mean, there's there's no reason to really repeat it. Like, what what was the motive? You know, we just don't know. But what, what we know is that it was said, and then she got super upset about it and, and responded, you know, with, you know, in tears, whatever. But, you know, I, I don't know, man. Um, she chose to take the pictures, then she chose to put the photos out there. And you just kind of have to deal with the consequence, really. I mean, it, you could deal with it either way. You could be strong and stoic about it. You could be upset and cry about it. But, you know, she's got to live with that. And, hey, whatever. You know, I'm not I'm not saying anybody's wrong for doing what, what she did by taking nude photos. Right, or yeah. Exposing herself. That's her choice. That's her life. Um, but, the, you know, that those are my thoughts on it. I mean, it's like, is what it is, man. It should happen. And guess what? In what, 48 hours, everyone's going to forget about it and we'll be on to exactly. the next Exactly. And it'll <laughs> so. be over. Let me tell you, if my pictures got leaked right now, I'd, I'd be so successful. I'd make so much money. <laughs> I wouldn't even be upset, bro. I would be like, put that shit out there, motherfucker. I'll probably get so many views right now. Like, I wouldn't even care. Because if you do put that shit in your phone, I just feel like it goes somewhere and it gets saved forever. So you can't truly truly delete it like you say you do but i wouldn't be scared just saying not that you know it would happen but just if it did i'd be really famous right now well that's the oh. response right i think that's why like what we were talking about <laughs> is like i don't think she's upset that whoopi whoopi goldberg necessarily said that i think she's upset that like more people didn't kind of be like more of an empowerment type of view on it considering it was or like because again like it's already out there. Like, duh, Whoopi, we understand that 
you know, you shouldn't be taking naked photos. I'm pretty sure she understands that. I'm pretty sure everyone understands that. But, you know, if you're hanging out with your, you know, your lady friend or your man friend, and it's like you just trade pictures sometimes. I mean, I know I like getting nice pictures, you know, from my lady. So it's kind of like one of those things where it's fun. It's something that you could do, like just have a good time. But then you have scumbags out there that will sell your pictures off when you get famous and, you know, yes. and, and try to capitalize yep. on it. So, you know, I understand all of that type of stuff too, but you know, it's one of those things to talk about because it's it's something that's going to become more prominent as technology gets better, as cameras get better, all this type of stuff, and people have to really do be careful because you have to think about your future. You have to think about exactly. jobs down the road. You have to prepare yep. your kids. I, I think parents they need to tell their kids at an early age, like, and identify things and be like, listen, you might have a boyfriend. He might ask you for naked photos. Don't do it. You want to know why? Not. Uh, I care that I don't want my my child's body being given to somebody in some kind of picture. But at the same time, you have to also think deeper than that and think, you know, where is this going to get shared? Who is it going to get shared to? And you have to you think about these things because people have lost tons of opportunity off of just an innocent picture being sent to a boyfriend or a girlfriend, and you just got to be careful about it. That's all. Well, it's life. It, it is I'll true. Tell, I'll tell you this. I've gone through a situation like that, and they don't, they don't fucking listen. <laughs> Kids yeah. don't listen because yeah, they, think, they think they know better. So the only thing you can do is prepare them for the situation that, unfortunately, is probably going to inevitably happen anyway because they're not going to listen to you. And then you can go back – you know, and say, hey, I told you so, right? And then, then that after that, then you gain the respect, and then they actually start listening to you. So right. that's how you got to handle that. Yeah, and well. I, also, I also think that, remember, and I think he's right on telling your children because, and I say maybe more like teens, I don't, I, I pray to God that younger kids don't do this, but more the teen side, they take things so emotionally, like, they're more on the side to like, oh my God, I want to kill myself. They right. get to that point. So I feel like you're right. You should educate your kids because they get to that point. Oh my God, my photos are, I want to kill myself. And they should know not to do that. It's not the end of the world. They just have to come together as a family and get through it. Because a lot of it, it's usually teenage teenagers, the girls sending it to the guys. And then they get leaked on. You know how high schoolers can be. Yeah. They're horrible. And then it's tough, too, because socially, right, like people from our generation might understand a little bit more because we grew up with iPhones in our 20s. And so it's one of those things where, like, we, we kind of get it a little bit, but not fully because people our age, if you're 30 years and, and older over, you grew up where you probably didn't have a cell phone unless your parents were, like, really had money. You probably had a beeper at some point. And then, you know, <laughs> around high school, you had your little, like, Motorola phones with your snake game on it when you were in Nextels. high school. The Nextels or whatever, like, that type of stuff is what you had. And so you, your social life was dependent on being able to go places, go to parties, go out to games and events and dances and all these different things when you were younger. But for these kids, it's a little bit different. Their social community, and for some groups, is strictly online. So all their social community, all social community aspect of their life is centered around the community online. And so when your your photos getting shared around a, a 
a certain page that all your all the school kids kind of hover around or, or do, then you become subject not only to ridicule in your real physical life, but also in your social life as well. So it also becomes like there's no escape because not only is your real life being flooded with negativity and judgment, but your social life is being flooded with negativity and judgment too. And that's when these kids start to get desperate um, and, and start to do things. So it's definitely something uh, that you have to think about and, and think about talking to your kids at an earlier age um, because these things do get saved forever or do get stored forever and you got to be careful looking down the road. Um, with that being said, uh, let's get on to the next topic and let's talk about this this little Tom Cruise versus Bieber fight. So they asked, they asked Justin Bieber because I think this is just so hilarious. And if you guys don't remember, maybe I'm too old for some of the viewers, but I doubt it. I think most of the people that watch, at least right now, around our age, maybe a little bit older. And you remember those MTV, like, the clay fights between the celebrities? Yes! Celebrity oh deathmatch. Death yeah. Yeah, deathmatch. That's basically what this could be. And I think this is something that more superstars and more people should look into. It's a great form of releasing aggression, and I think fans would love it. I think people would pay for it. Um, and, and I guess Bieber like, was like, if I was going to fight some other celebrity, I'd bust Tom Cruise up or whatever. And then I'm hearing that Tom Cruise, Tom Cruise on the low is talking about, yeah, I mean, if he wants to get it, he can get these hands right now. And then it, it, it's one of these. So I'm like, yo, this I would pay for that. And that's what I want to know for people too. who are listening right now um, on Anchor app. If you're on Anchor uh, uh, right now and you're listening to us, if you want to watch us live, um, uh, please go to facebook.com slash late night cypher with Tank and Smitty, and you could be able to watch us there. Um, also, I put a link inside of the episode, the audio versions itself. That link will be the same link every time. That will take you right to the page every single Thursday night at 9 p.m. during the summer, 8 p.m. Uh, during the fall. But listen, uh, uh, that's what I want to see, okay? And, and, and I would pay for that. I would pay for Justin Bieber to fight Tom Cruise in an MMA or boxing match. I think that would be kind of interesting. Uh, Justin Bieber's five foot nine. Uh, uh, Tom Cruise is, you know, five seven, one hundred seventy pounds. Foot He's five foot seven, actually. He is five foot seven, five foot seven, one hundred seventy pounds. He is, you know, he's a grown man. He stays in shape. Um, you know, he looks like a feisty little nugget. Um, so uh, he might have a chance against Justin Bieber because, to me, honestly, if they actually got into a fight, there's nothing about Justin Bieber that spells tough to me at all nothing about him not his frame not his style not his singing voice nothing he does spells to me that he could take somebody out in an mma fight and i'm not saying he can't train i'm pretty sure all these dudes train and they do all sorts of stuff but sometimes you got it and sometimes you don't and i don't think he's got it and well, i I, think, I would uh, probably go with tom I, cruise in that in that one all right so so all right so we got a lot of different you know we got a lot of different uh ways to look at this right you know there's a lot of a lot of variables first of all Tom Cruise, uh, and Justin Bieber, they're, they're probably about the same weight, right? Yeah, you know, probably. 170-ish, right? Okay. So, okay, so that's that's fair. So, like, Well, Justin, Justin Bieber, Bieber's probably, like, 150, to be honest. He's skinny as fuck, dude. Maybe, you know? but he's taller. So he's taller, <laughs> so he looks skinnier, right? But but we don't, we don't know really what the weight is. But let's just say they weigh the same, right? So Justin Bieber, I know, has, and not just because he came out, in, in Mayweather's corner, right? You, you remember that when he came out? Yeah. Mayweather? I can't remember who Mayweather fought, but Justin Bieber yeah. came out. So 
but he is actually trained Justin Bieber. He's he's trained boxing. He's trained jujitsu. Mm-hmm. I don't know what his skill level is, but I know he has trained before. I don't know if Tom Cruise has, but he's played right. the role in a lot of movies. So typically, yeah. when when you're an actor of his level and you're that serious about a role, you're gonna actually go through the training and do it, right? So what you have is, you know, you've got like this crazy celebrity match. I don't honestly know who would win. I, yeah, I, I looked know, at that but... up. He's a... I feel the same way. 145 pounds. So Tom Cruise Just, is a 30-pound weight advantage on Oh, my on. God. Okay, they so... Can't, they can't make the fight like that. They have to get him at the same they, weight. They got to do a catch weight. They got to do they're a not, catch weight. They, I don't know if they can do all that, man. They got to do a catch oh, weight at 155. Yo, and these, then, these dudes ain't going to commit and, like that. You got to be then, like, all right, put hey, the gloves t- on. Tom Cruise, man, has he not lost weight or gained weight for a role? I'm sure he has. Yes. No, yeah, it's true. If he's I wonder serious, how serious it would take it. And Justin Bieber has no cool. fool of any of that shit. This so, is why we should kidnap them and make <gasps> them fight, right? Like, as a society, yes. we should just be like, this is what we want to see. Let's go get them. Like, but Tom <laughs> and just Cruise, gather them up. OG style. Tom Cruise style. has an advantage. He has the old man strength. Right. And that's real. That is real. I remember my first grappling tournament, my first match, I went against this guy. I was 20, and uh, he was, you know, he was probably mid to late 30s, right? And we started wrestling, and he, like, I trained before, right? I had trained, like, eight months up to this point. I trained with some good guys, some bigger guys. I never felt strength like this before. He grabbed me, and I was like, what the fuck is this? Oh, shit. I was like, I don't know what, I, I, I'm like, how am I going to even beat this guy? There is no way. Um, but the, the old man's strength is real. It's there and you develop right. the strength. And I think it, I don't know what, it, I think it has to do more with like the strength of your ligaments and tendons and stuff like that versus just muscle. But you develop that over time. I think, so if Tom Cruise has the big weight advantage and he's probably going to have a strength advantage, I'm probably going to, you know, I'm probably going to have to go with him, man. I think he might take Bieber. I think yeah, so. Yeah, I mean, 5'7", 170, I mean, that's, that's pretty stocky, right? For that yeah, height. yeah, it's a little. That's like a guy a, who's five nine, two hundred, probably. You know, which is a solid. Yeah, because I'm, I'm, I'm five nine. I'm like one eighty eight, one ninety ish. There you range. go. You could be yeah. Justin Bieber's brother. Yeah. So I, I'll bust him up. <laughs> no, bust him up. <laughs> oh man, but yeah, I don't I'll know, man. Tom Cruise all day. Out of respect, out of being an OG, out of being in an amazing movies cocktail. Top Gun, interview with the vampire, the outsiders. I don't give a fuck if he gets knocked down. I, my respect and my loyalty will always be for Tom Cruise. I respect him more. Um, Justin Bieber has always been a joke to me. I do appreciate some of his songs. Um, I'll pay for the fight either way. I think it'll be hilarious, whether it's serious or not. I would pay for this shit. Why do you think that Bieber's a joke? Why? I think Why? he's a joke Explain yourself. He, he's always been very hard-headed. He thinks everything is funny. He doesn't take nobody seriously. It happened when he was younger with the money because Usher got him out. And he never really took anything serious. He thinks everything's it's funny. And I maybe he's just doing everything for a show. So I don't personally know him like that. But what he shows in the social media and everything like that, that's what he thinks, that he could take on anybody. He could make a mess in a restaurant. He can spit on people. He could do what he wants. Like, you got to take it down a notch. You know what I'm saying? Like, just chill. 
okay, fucking chill. Like, we get it. Like, you're awesome and you're chill. Like, but he sometimes he he gets out of line, and I don't know if he does it because he's famous or he could do that. But like, sometimes I just honestly feel like he's not mature and he's out of hand. Yeah, Ariana Grande was licking donuts in a donut shop. I know, but like, like that had me tight you know as hell, so bro. Famous. I'm like, you these are regular people. Living a little, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, she felt fucking awesome when she did that. Like, she what? <laughs> what? <laughs> nah, get out of here, bro. You're talking nonsense now. <laughs> now you're talking nonsense. You're talking about. <laughs> she literally went like this. Nah, bro. Nah, bro. Listen, this dude is talking nonsense online. And this woman thought she was better than everybody else to lick on the common man's donuts, right? Because we because <laughs> we don't mean shit, right? So she comes into the shop thinking, oh, look at me. I'm so rich. Uh, uh, looking on, uh, looking all these fucking donuts. Nah, the impressor. If she did that shit around me, I'd be like, yo, I'm fucking out of here, bro. Like, that's fucking just like that's. Yeah, like, dude, that's fucking good, because that's fucking disgusting, you know? It doesn't matter if you're Ariana Grande, and I want you licking my fucking food. First of all, I don't care how hot you are, uh, saliva smells like shit, first of all. That, so I don't care how hot you are, that's, that's point number one. Point number two, it's disgusting, and point number three, it makes me feel like, it, like I look at you like you think that you're above everyone else, that you could just shit on people's food, because like, this is where normal people eat donuts. You normally don't but eat listen, here. You just I came in here because your boyfriend grew up in the neighborhood, and he took me through for a donut. <laughs> like, yo, eat my yo, that's fuck that. We got caught on film, but imagine all this crazy shit these famous people did, and we don't even know. And and you're taking it out on her because we saw it. What if? Yeah, because I saw her licking donuts, yes, bro. We saw it. <laughs> yeah, it's real. Those are real things. Famous people. Yeah, I'm sure there's famous people that probably shit off of shit off a bridge on on a convertible, <laughs> you know. But yes. I, but but I don't know yes. because. I can't speak for everyone who hasn't done, who who hasn't been exposed. But what I can speak for is some bratty little bitch licking donuts in a regular oh, fucking man. shop where common people oh, eat. Ariana, you come it. off your little crown, your little crown jewel, and yeah, you killed your boyfriend too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You heard it here first. Hey, That's right. Well, honestly, does she not have a good voice? All shit aside. Honestly. Yeah, she sounds good. Whatever. Yeah, whatever. She sounds good. You could sing really loud. You sound like a our carbon copy of Christina Aguilera. Yeah. <laughs> it's good. It's good. I get it. Whatever. But you're still a piece of shit because you lick donuts. Like but an listen, asshole. listen. And you killed, you, and you killed your day, ex-boyfriend. And you dropped. And you dated a crazy man and got engaged to him <laughs> and then dropped him at the height of his craziness, like it wasn't gonna affect him. So you have the potential to kill two fucking human beings in one year because that guy is totally unstable. So fuck her, Aww. man. Yeah, that's right. You heard it here first. <laughs> Damn, so, this is, get some heat, so maybe maybe the celebrity fight needs to be Daniel and Ariana Grande. Yeah. Bro, I'll knock her fucking <laughs> I'll knock her out. Equal rights, bro. I'm not I'll even knock her block off. Wait, but no, actually, you know I what? Need, I need a poll. I am team Tom Cruise. I just want to know what you guys are doing. Like Oh yeah, Tom Cruise, yeah, for so, sure. We're so good. actually Dana White, president of the UFC, went on record saying that he would he would host the fight. He would right. do the fight. And people are like, what do you mean this? This is 
He's like, crazier things have happened. He's like, did Conor McGregor not fight Floyd Mayweather? Right. Yes, that is true. He's like, come on. You know, so I I don't know, man. I don't think it's going to happen. I don't think they do happen. celebrity. They do celebrity boxing matches. They've done them throughout the years for like ever. So it's not like it's uncommon for that to happen. And it just so happens that MMA is more of the popular type of uh, combat sport arena well, right now. And it may, they uh, might even just do boxing. They might not even do Joe MMA. Rogan. Joe Rogan almost fought Wesley Snipes. You remember yeah, that? Yeah, that would have oh, been cool. Shit. That was yeah. legitimate. That was yeah, Wesley. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Wesley Snipes needed money. Because he got into a bunch of tax problems, and yeah. that fight, like Joe, like people think people sleep on Joe Rogan because he's the Fear Factor host and he's a comedian. Right. He's a he's legitimate legit. martial artist, man. Yeah, he was legit. a Taekwondo national yeah. champion. Uh, yeah. He was a kickboxer, boxer. You know, he's a black belt in jujitsu. Um, he he's legit, and I think he would have. I think he would have worked Wesley Snipes. I think he would have. He would have took it to him, took him down, choked him out, made some quick money. That would have been it. But the if fight it was full through. MMA, if it was full MMA, yeah, yeah. well, that's what you the, never that's know what it was if it was be. kickboxing, yeah. you know, or yeah, something. That's it might, it it might have be. been closer. But, uh, but yeah, Joe would have mauled his ass. Thank but, you. Yeah. Next. Thank uh, you. Ne- Next. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's talk about another topic that we had on the list, which was the next one. I think it was uh, Iran, the right? Drone, the drone. Yeah. So if you guys didn't know, which you know, no one really mean, made a big deal about it. I barely saw any posts, but this is how wars get started, you know, uh, is stupid shit like this. A bunch of rich white people who get offended because planes get shot down and shit, and so then everyone else has to pay the price for it. That's usually how it goes. And so um, basically Iran shot down two drones, I guess, that they thought was too close to what they were doing. And that causes a lot of problems um, because – There were, you know there were how, U.S. drones, right? Yeah, there were U.S. drones that got shot down, and then the president of Iran was like, we're not trying to get into a war, but if you want to be about it, basically we're about it. So that's kind of like what he was like, like, which which they all do that, and they have to. Like when people are like, oh, look at this guy, they have to because you can't look weak in front of your people. If you shoot down two U.S. drones, you better be able to back it up because if not, you'll start to lose the people. So you have to say shit like, yeah, listen, we're not trying to start a war, but if you're trying to step to the plate, then like I'll step to the plate too, like whatever we got to do. They're just putting on a face, you know, and yeah. And so I get that. But wars have gotten started for less. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, wars yeah. have gotten started for suspicion that people have had things that they didn't even have. So um, shooting down people's planes and shit, you know, and drones and different things like that, it matters. And uh, it's interesting, yeah, but, man, because, you know. You know what I want to know? I, I want to know the details. I want to know, first of all, why were the drones there? Did the drones right. invade airspace that was previously discussed, right? Like, hey. Right. This is our line. This is your line. Don't cross it. Did we cross it? Right. So you got I want to know all those details. I want to know everything. And, you know, the, the thing is, you, like we, we've talked about this many times before when we talk about politics and, and all that stuff, you'll never find out. But that's those are the kind of questions that need to be answered. Well, what the it, fuck it was, it was in you know? Iranian. It was in Iranian territory. So they felt that they had the right to do that. Right. Um, And I'm assuming and I'm assuming if they did that, it's because they weren't getting any communication from the U.S. also saying to, you know, hey, we're we're just kind of flying through to because we got lost or something happened. So if you're not really communicating and you're in someone's airspace, 
imagine if Iran had a drone and they were flying it in our airspace and then they were we communicating with us like, hey, like, you know, sorry, something happened. We're trying to pull off or whatever, whatever it is. But we're America. So we think that we can just get away with these little things and that, like, no one's going to really do nothing about it, especially in this day and age where finance seems to be more of a player than war for the more developed nations in the world. Um, and Brian, and Brian is right. Why does it cost? Brian said, why does it cost? He wants to know why it costs $130 million to make a drone when you can get an awesome drone at Walmart with a 1080 ah! camera for $49. <laughs> and it's true. I mean, you, I mean, some of the better drones you can get for like a couple hundred bucks and they're awesome. And I, how much I don't more think... would it really cost to make something better than that with some, with some stuff on it? Not a hundred million, you know, but I think we're, t- I, how long the flight was. I think we're saying drones, but I think it might have been one of the uh, unmanned aircraft, the UAVs, right. whatever they call it. I think it might have been one of those. Yeah. And, and uh, we, you know, I, I know that I have a little bit of, like, knowledge on that kind of stuff. Those things are fucking expensive, man. Air, mm-hmm. Anything aviation aircraft is expensive. And if you're, you're flying an unmanned aircraft into, like, you know, probably you're launching it from – well, I don't know where you would launch it from. We have bases everywhere. But – those things are expensive, man. You know, they 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 probably are expensive. So it, maybe maybe we're misspeaking and saying drone, but we really mean a UAV, you know, unmanned aircraft or whatever you call them. Um, but but even so, right? Let's let's right. go back. Let's go back and I I still want to know why we were over there. You know, and and maybe there's a there's a reason. Maybe we had suspicion that they were, you know, uh, developing some nuclear weapon. Right? You want to fly it in there and check it out. Hey, I want answers. I just want to know because when, when you keep everyone quiet, nobody, you know, everyone's just sitting here guessing. And I get you don't want to put your cards on the table and say, and so they'll see it and say, yeah, we have suspi- suspicion that they're developing nuclear weapons. But, you know, still, we need some info. We need to know what's going on. You know, you can't just drop an article like that and then no one, no one says or explains anything. Well, that's the problem, well, I think right? If like, they do explain it, we'll get killed, don't you think? Well, Reuters quoted Maybe. one of the American captains saying that there was new, no U.S. aircraft uh, were operating in Iranian airspace. So, you know, Iran is saying, listen, you were in our territory. We shot you down because we have an agreement, like, not to violate these airspaces. And then uh, a captain was quoted saying we weren't in airspace. So, like, why are you playing games? You know what I mean? It's like, like, why are you playing games? Did your aircraft get shot down or did it not get shot down? And then did it get shot down in Iranian territory or did it get shot down outside Iranian territory? Because they're saying they shot it down in their territory. And uh, one of these captains is saying, like, no, there was no Iran. There is nothing. You know what this sounds like? It's just this sounds on. like this sounds like my kids fighting. <laughs> did she ate my peanut butter and jelly sandwich? Well, yeah. well, she said she was done. So I ate it. Yeah, but I wasn't done. You know, that's what this sounds like, man. Yeah, it it's does. Just, it's kind of ridiculous when you think about it. But you guys uh, don't think it's they were being also, sneaky or anything, right? It's also kind of scary, though. What's so that? Was that Stacy? You don't think they were being sneaky about it, right? Of course, they were being sneaky about it. They were probably taking pictures or something they weren't supposed to be taking pictures of, and, and doing a covert operation. When they know they're like. They they're watching twenty four seven. Like you don't think they like know that? Well, no, no. They it well, it's hard because you know it's hard to maintain 
I guess, watch on the open sky. You know, like they have technology where they can track certain things, but then there's counter technologies that they can use to kind of buffer some of that. And so, yeah, there's always covert operations and missions where, you know, they're going out and doing things and not, you know, it's not everything is not always caught. I mean, that's one thing about war. You hear it all the time about missions where people sneak up on territories and things. I mean, they're, yeah. trained, to, they're trained to do that. You know, they come in, they know pictures of the areas. They know where the satellites are. They know how far the reach are. They know what, yes. what products they're using. So they know, yes. oh, if we stay on the outside of this border, their technology is not even going to see us. But maybe they push it a little bit more. And they're like, oh, let's go in a little bit. Let's go in 10, 15, 20 yards, 30, 50 yards, 100 yards and see if they're actually watching or if they're there because they don't care if a drone gets shot down but maybe they're pushing to see how far they can push themselves in certain areas to get more intel i mean that would be pretty smart it's something that i would do um and then you just play it off as like no we didn't and then who's going to prove it what wh who's out there collecting pieces of these u.s drones i mean unless iran comes out and says look look at all the parts and pieces that fell on our land I mean, other than that, how do you really even know that that was? I mean, we're subject to, to what they tell us. I mean, we don't really know what, what's going on. Like, so. Exactly. We don't know shit. And if something was about to go down, you really think they give a fuck about us, especially people with power and money? No, we'd be dead. We'd be nothing. We They don't give a fuck about us. Even if the world was about to end right now, they'd be better and we wouldn't. If it was dog eat dog, who would you defend? Would you kill your friend? for your family, like they don't care about us. So at the end of the day, if that shit does happen, everybody's out for themselves, honestly, at the end of the day, whether it's war or not. And if even gets to that level, we all have to fight for ourselves. Well, yeah, well, it's interesting. It's something I always thought about too. Uh, like, like the, the purge, right? Like the purge. Like if, if something happened to where we did lose power in this country at some point, obviously, the elites are going to disappear, or go underground or do whatever they have to do. And then we'll be left over with the mess. And that's just part of being poor, bro. You know, <laughs> you, know <what> you, <laughs> you know, if you ain't poor, you don't have to worry about that. I'm pretty sure you'll be shacked up next to a politician, you know, because money, talk, money talks. But, you know, yeah, if, ta you if ta think we're going to come together as a family and help each other. No, we can. I mean, we have before we at certain could, times, but, but we could look at it right now. We can't even get along without somebody shooting you in the head because you got in a fucking stupid ass fight and you go up to this person and just shoot them. Like, we can't even get along as humans. Like, what does that tell you? Like, we'll never have peace. We're always going to fight. A war is going to come sooner or later. We're right. not going to exist anymore. Well, no, I think eventually you're right. I mean, I think eventually we'll probably do something stupid and uh, wind up blowing, blowing ourselves up eventually. But there's always yeah. going to be war and conflict. It's just part of who oh, our being is. There, yes. You know, you'll have a community of people who work together, who are smart and intelligent and build some, some. of the best – things yeah. in the world and some group of animals will come by burn all the knowledge to the ground burn all the people to the ground and keep it keep it moving and that has been history and they may not be doing it necessarily with blades and guns anymore they might be doing it with knocking people down financially keeping down keeping them down on the bottom because everybody knows if you know stress and debt and not being able to move because of money issues and different types of things exactly. can crush can crush you almost as much as getting hit with a sword it just it takes a little longer to kill you that's all exactly at the end of the day where they're slaves whether you like it or not absolutely they are their slaves
Well, yeah, if we're a taxable commodity where they can get taxes out of us and, you know, then it's worth it. But if it ever comes a point where we're not valuable to governments, we, it's been shown that the governments will take advantage of people each and every time. Uh, exactly. There's just nothing you can do about it. It's just how it's That's formed. That's the devil's children. Oh, snap, the devil's. You better be careful, girl. And kick down your front door. Come steal you. Never hear from you again. Like, I know. Next week? Week? video up because this is evidence right here <laughs> yeah it, it, it is evidence and then there's always that episode, dick somewhere like you think they really care about you <sighs> episode <laughs> episode 100 late night cypher we can't get a hold of stacy she's disappeared no! uh, we don't know what's happening <laughs> oh no! also yeah 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 that that's that's that, gonna be so no, what was the last thing that we were no! going to talk about i forget um, oh, the horns. The, the horns. horns. The, so, the who? The, the horns. horns. So, oh, I thought someone said the porn. I was like, I, that's not on the list. <laughs> not on the list, but we can add it. No. Um, so, yeah, I saw this article. Um, there is studies in biomechanics that show that young adults and children are developing this horn. Now, when I read, when I read the article... It said horn, but it's like it's kind of one of those misleading articles. Um, when I you got actually you guys sucked in here, <laughs> got him sucked in. When you actually get into it, it's a bone spur in the back of the head, in the back of the neck, that protrudes down, and it's about they say it's like between three and five millimeters long, I think, growing out. So it's kind of like what they're saying is is from people like this texting and having their head down all the time that this bone is, is starting to grow out of the back and um, just develop. And they, they noticed it in like 41% of uh, kids that were, that were x-rayed or, or whatever. So um, the, the cause, they say, is from smartphones and from uh, – they, they take a long time to grow. So it's, they're saying that it's from kids at a young age dressing their head and neck that way. And it's really kind of – it's really weird, and it kind of shows like – how crazy the human body really is, how it adapts and adjusts to certain like circumstances. And, and what, what is the point of it? Right. And, and I just kind of came up with this in the last five minutes in my head, like think about the bone structure, structure of the body, right? It's developed to protect all your organs, right? You got your rib cage, you know, you've got your skull to protect your brain, rib cage protects your lungs, your heart, uh, to extent your liver and everything. And you have, you have this like protective, you know, armor inside of, mm -hmm. of your muscles, right? Well, why is this thing now growing? Is it because these kids are sitting like this and they're more vulnerable right here to the back? Like uh... and, and the, the body is smart enough to know, hey, this is exposed. Now we and have to start growing. That's a bad spot. Yeah. That's a bad now spot we have... to be exposed. Yeah, if you get hit. Because think about it. If you're standing like this, and, you know, if, if you, unless you get hit from behind – you know, you're, you're good to go. Right. But if you're sitting here like this, man, this thing's wide open. You yeah. Know? Mm -hmm. So it makes you wonder like, and, and people always talk about evolution and discount evolution. I think, I think there is evolution. We definitely evolve. We definitely mutate to our surroundings and to our environment um, to a certain extent and, and based on what we're you know exposed to. But I wonder if it's like the, the new growth of something to protect us, um, because we're constantly in that posture, right? Wow, yeah, no, so I, which one is it supposed yeah, awesome. to come out? Is it coming out like through here? 
No, the back. No, no, no. See, that's what. Yeah, the the horns. They're saying horns, and what you automatically think is like Hellboy, right? You're thinking these horns. Yeah. But it's it's back here. It's in the back of your skull, and it's coming down this way, right? Oh my god. It's it's really yeah it's weird and if you look at the article if you Google uh, kids growing horns the article will pop up right away um, and it's it's just really weird they show an X-ray of a head and there's just this little thing just growing off the back of someone's skull it's strange man I don't know but well, we don't well here's it, another right? thing I got a theory I got a here's another weird one right that you could throw <laughs> in there is that now right. From looking down, you're growing this bone. If you continually do that over time, it's going to lock. So you're going to start inching more and more closer to the ground. And oh. if, human, if humans come from where they came from, we came from the ground to look up, right? Because we were, we were creatures mm. walking on the ground and looking up. So it's just interesting how we ascend through technology to, to look up. And now, through our progression of getting better, we're actually tilting our way down. And if you see more and more people with bones that pop up that get harder and it starts changing their muscular structure, what if they start changing technology where instead of having screens up high to accommodate our structures looking this way, they start accommodating and putting screens and and entertainment lower to accommodate people that are going like this and then – it's like an evolution thing where you go up and then come and arch back down. You can make a story out of that too. Get real crazy. Well, with it. it's like it's almost like we're devolving, right? right. We evolved from, uh, you know, supposedly from you know um, from the ground to stand upright, and now it almost looks as if we're going back that way, right? right. It's really Not weird. me. Not me. Uh uh-uh. uh. Not have you, Stacy. Hell no. She's Listen. like this. <laughs> No, listen. <laughs> don't put me there, bro. <laughs> don't do that. Fucking with you. Like, okay, so this just started happening, so now all the kids are going to be like in a couple of years, just some shit's going to shift them down. It'll take more than a couple years for sure. No, it'll take, gen- it'll take generations. Right. Yeah, okay, so these x-rays, this is already coming out, so when is it going to be in a, in a couple of years then? Who is this? Who has this going on right now through the x-ray? Like, who are they experimenting on that they have this x-ray? Uh, so so the, the, first, the first paper was published in tw- 2016, and there was, okay. a sample, there was a sample of 218 x-rays. Subjects okay. were ages 18 to 30, and the bone growth could be observed in 41% of the young adults. So half I of them. I definitely that. have to have one, for sure. Because my whole my whole life is media. I've, I'm always looking down ever for at least the last 10 to 12 years. Photography, looking down on the computer, you know, constantly looking down at your phone all the time. All right. I'm, so because you're looking down now, you have an extra bro- a bone growing. Maybe. Who knows? And maybe that's Damn. why. And then event. No, sorry. And then who knows? So, so hey, so they did they did another one. Um, there was another sample of 1,200 X-rays. Um, ages 18 to 86, and they found the same thing in 33% of the population. Which is the a lot. Only, it's a quarter yeah, of the population phone, tested. The only thing well, that's, that's what from the, using yeah. a phone is scoliosis, maybe. 
I don't well, know. Well, it does hurt my neck. You know, like if I have a day where like I just have a lot of media I have to go through, you know, I have to edit a lot of stuff. I have to get a lot of stuff done. Like my neck will hurt at the end of the day. Like, and it, it might hurt even into the next day where I'm like, I got to chill out and like forcibly make sure that I'm looking up. Like I have to bring my phone like up, you know what I mean? Like to my eyes so I don't look down and then like a little bit of ice and it'll go away. But it, you know, it's one of those things where, they're going to have to figure something out when it comes to stuff like that. And I think one of the things that would probably benefit from us looking down is to, to re-engage back looking up, right? All our media is looking down. Let's re-engage and look back up. Let's have contacts, which they're already experimenting on, where when you put these contacts on, you'll be walking down the street and you'll look to the left and it'll say dominoes and it'll pop up on like a 3D. And it might say, do you want to, you know, check out the menu? And you could just be standing there and you could see with your contacts and kind of touch things or move things around and just be like, oh, yeah, I'll order this here. I'll do this. And so you're not constantly looking at your phone, you're looking up. So you'll have a media device in your home where you don't have to look at your phone, you just look up. You just, it's on your wall, it's 3D, it just comes right out. Like, you don't have to worry about looking in your phone and touching anything, because that, I mean, I think that's probably the next way to get media going, is to, you know, to get people to stop looking down, is to have some kind of wearable device, whether it be glasses, contacts, um, something, where you don't have to look down, <clears throat> you could just look up, or maybe you have your phone that syncs with that technology, and so you can put your phone in your pocket and then operate your phone through your contacts or through your glasses, or maybe there'll be certain things that they'll put on buildings that interact, and so like it'll be like a 3D world. Um, so when you walk out, you'll see like Old Navy this, and it'll all kind of come out. It'll be like 3D, and you just walk around and buy stuff, and they'll have ads like two for four will pop up on your glasses, and it sounds a little invasive, but it's just technology, and it's it's just or, the way we're going, you know. Or maybe you can get out and go camping. And, oh, you know, look, like look Little at House the, on the Prairie. And, and look up <laughs> at the stars like a normal person, like we used to do back in the day and map and the eat, sky and out. Eat wild when mushrooms. That sounds really nice. When is the last wild time? mushrooms. Yeah, well, <laughs> what, when was the last time you went outside and looked up into the sky? Oh, my God, I do that all the time. You I probably don't do, have that bone I, growing then. Yeah, I, I don't. I do. <laughs> I do it often just because I, I always start my day uh, like that. So I always, I'm always out and about like in the morning. So I'm always looking around, but no, I, I get what you're saying, man. Especially when, if you live in a big city, there's so much that's in front of your visual eyes. And even if you look up as far as you could see, there's usually a big building. In right. There's and time and your focus right here and here. And you never really like look up and like, there's so much more up there, you know, there's so much more around, like, uh, there's definitely views that go deeper by looking up in just different things you could see and capture. I think that's why when you take mushrooms, like you, you kind of get that feeling where you connect on those levels, on those view levels, I where like you see things on different shit. stages. Well, well, it's one of those things, man, like we've seen that, you know, the actual real data on what it does to people is starting to come out and, you know, it's getting a positive response from people, especially when it's used in microdose form where it's not used to get high and it's just used as a, like a medicinal, like an actual medicine similar to how CBD kind of relaxes and releases tension with yeah, people. Yeah, because everybody is so used to having to feel something. I'm actually kind of sad that things aren't as simple as they used to be. 
And I'm telling you, technology and all that shit is going to be the death of us. Like, kids, the way they're so focused on that shit, nobody does nothing simple anymore. Even when you go to restaurants or a movie theater, everything's just getting crazier. I'm telling you, the technology is literally going to kill us because people are becoming so dependent on it. They're becoming so lazy at it. Nobody wants to go nowhere and do anything without these fucking things telling us where to go and what to do and time this and time that. Like, back in the day, we didn't have this shit. And I feel like the U.S. is so fucking spoiled and used to this shit that it's only going to get worse. And I honestly feel like simple sometimes is best. And I also feel like it's gone, honestly. And I feel like it's going to keep going away. Well, that might get us more in touch with it, too, you know, because there's always a yin and yang to human beings, you know. There's always an extreme. There's always a fall off, you know, for for a lot of us. And so I think it might push us in the opposite direction, right? Like when we started – when we had bad food, right, when we we were putting all this shit in the food – people started realizing what was going on and they started fighting against it. And then that's why you see more organic stuff. You see more farm to table type of stuff. So you'll always have those people that like are decent humans and they'll fight for better things to help. I think technology is going to be great for humans. And I think we're actually going to merge with technology. I think eventually, you know, we'll have different machine body parts eventually. And that, and not as far well, we as kind of already think, do. You know, yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, we yeah. there are we are an extension of it somewhat, and I think we're gonna combine more with it. Um, uh, so, but I think socially is where it hurts us the most. You know, we can't look people in the eyes when we have conversation. Uh, we can't touch people anymore. People don't shake hands. People can't give hugs anymore. They feel weird. They don't want to. Oh man, that's creepy. I love it's, it's, hugs. it's 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 like we're losing our sense of our animalistic human nature. But our brains are moving forward. So it's like our physical community style type of uh, emotions are kind of regressing and more so, um, you know, more of the intelligence is pushing. And so it'll kind of balance itself out, I think. But I think, yeah, it's tough. It's hard to have a good conversation with people because you talk to someone at a bar, they look at you weird because they're not used to people talking to them at a bar, (laughs) which was like the number one social spot. 30 years ago, even 25 years ago, even. So, um, you know, it's tough. It's really tough to communicate. And um, I think that we've talked about this on the show, Tom, where we've said like things like this video communication should be the future. You know how, like, um, what was that movie with Stallone? The one where he's the cop back in the day in the early 90s? What, Sandra Bullock? Judge Dredd. Judge Dredd, yeah. Like where how like they were communicating like he walked in the house and someone would call him and they come up on the screen on the wall. I think mm-hmm. that is that is the best way to communicate because through text message we don't really get our points across. We, there's a lot of things that get crossed and arguments start and people get misconstrued through text because they can't see the emotion. They can't hear the tone of the voice. And I think video communication is best because you don't necessarily have to be somewhere, but I could see the way you bite your lip when you're nervous. I could see how you look away when, you know, I say something in particular. It just gives me more to read as a person. And it, for me, it makes me relate to someone more. Uh, And so I think that that type of style of communication needs to push forward and be important if we're going to stay with this technology shit. And that's what we're doing with this podcast. We're keeping it alive. Or we can end up like that movie with Will Smith and the dog. What's that one called? I'll be long dead before then. I'm not even worried about it. (laughs) 
And then people are like, but what about your great great grandkids? Eh, fuck them too. You know? Like, I don't... <laughs> do you think? Do you think your great great grandpa Jebediah really cared about what you're gonna? My kids are gonna be like in the future. You're like, no, man. It's like, dude, I'm trying to they survive. No and these bandits trying to kill me out in the wild west. Would be like. What's up? Yeah, there, there was not even a thought of what the no. future would be like. Like this, like today, did you think that our great-grandfathers knew what this shit was going to be? No. Hell no. They probably no thought, oh, well, maybe my great-great-grandparents, I mean, great-great-grandkids, this farm here, they'll be theirs, we'll maintain this land. And it's like, meanwhile, 30 years after he dies, the government comes in and says, sorry, uh, we're going to give you 200000 for this. And he was like, nah, like, I don't want to do that. And it's like, well, you have... 30 days to do it or just going to take your land for free exactly. and so then he sold his land and then went to move to the city and then worked in some kind of business and then he felt disconnected from his home and then he probably got depressed and, and then his wife got depressed and then he wound up killing and himself and that's how he wound up now, dying and now his great-grandchildren have bones growing out of the back of their fucking skulls yeah here we are <laughs> yeah. here we are man i mean that's what we do here at late night cypher with tank smitty and stacy we we uh we make people feel like shit. So, uh, <laughs> you, know? you make them feel like shit. Damn it! <laughs> I tell them the truth about this world. <laughs> that was awesome. Oh shit! <laughs> Stop it! Just, Help him! Somebody! Help him! I'm just gonna keep my neck like this, guys. I think this is the the right form. Hi! Uh, oh my god! I had a great time, you guys. But with that being said, let's get out of here. Uh, thank you guys on Anchor listening to us. Again, if you want to watch us, we're live every Thursday, 8 p.m. Eastern time uh, in the fall and Thursday, 9 p.m. Eastern time during the summer. Um, and you can find that at Facebook.com slash Late Night Cypher with Tank and Smitty. And also, if you guys can't watch this, please Take the time to go on iTunes, which I know all you guys have iTunes pretty much. And if you don't have uh, iTunes, I know there's Google Podcasts, there's Spotify. I know tons of people have that. And follow our page on there, Late Night Cypher with Tank and Smitty, and you can listen to this episode. I'm going to upload it in probably about an hour, and it will be ready for you guys to listen tomorrow morning if you can't stay up and uh, hang with us. But with that being said, thank you, Tank. Thank you, Stacy. We're going to go hit the video games if you want to join us. PlayStation 4, the name's B-L-K-D-A-N, Black Dan. Come join us. Let's talk. Let's play some games. And until then, guys, have a good night. <laughs> Bye. Uh...